You're listening to the CTK O'Fallon Podcast. Today we have a special guest, and it is my honor and delight, amen, to introduce her to you this morning. Sister Petoskey, I first met, I think it was 1998, we can't remember exactly, somewhere in there. And we uh, were attending Indiana Bible College together at the same time. You were also enrolled in your master's program at that time. And we were serving on staff together at Calvary Tabernacle in Indianapolis for about, I think, three or four years. And then she married one of my friends, John Petoskey, who was pastoring on the East Coast at that time. And I was privileged to uh, be at their wedding. And where's Brother Zarita? I'm looking for Brother Zarita. There he is. It's a small world because when Brother Zarita came to CTK, and told me that he was from the Virgin Islands, the island of St. Croix, Frederickstead. I said, I've been there. And uh, this is where Sister, I almost called you Sister Kadas, Sister Indira is from. And uh, we are so honored to have her. She has been just a true, true Christian all of her life. And I am blessed. Janelle and I have been blessed over the years. And I regret that her husband and her daughter are not able to be with uh, her today. They had responsibilities that kept them at home. They were intending, hoping to make it. But uh, she's our friend, and I know she has a word from the Lord for us today. She is Indira to us, but she is Dr. Indira Petoskey, presently the Assistant Dean of Equity and Diversity at Eastern University in Connecticut, also uh, an instructor at other colleges. She serves on the board of the Urshan Graduate School of Theology. She's a licensed minister with United Pentecostal Church International, the first lady of the Pentecostals of Greater Hartford, and now, just this year, also the first lady of the Connecticut District UPCI, as her husband was elected recently the district superintendent. But most importantly, she has a word from the Lord for us today. And I want to open up my heart to receive what God has for me. Would you stand together as we go in prayer? And we welcome Sister Petoskey to this pulpit to minister to us today. Lord, in Jesus' name, God, I pray that you would have your way today. Let our hearts and our minds and our ears be ready and open today to receive what you have for us. Speak into our life. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. And everybody said in Jesus' name, amen. Would you give a great warm welcome to Dr. Petoska? We want her to come and minister to us. God bless you. I'm wearing my mask just in case anybody sees me from Connecticut. I wore my mask. Amen. Wow. I walked in here and I just felt happy. <laughs> I feel so happy. <laughs> it just feels so good in here. And, and uh, it's good to see some familiar faces, Sister Lakely. I'm honored that I get to be in your last service. Um, even though um, 
it, it seems like I'm the last person to preach at your church, but actually at your wedding, he'll be the last one. So you still get your pastor to, uh, so. <laughs> uh, I, um, I was in Florida uh, a week ago, actually, and um, taking care of my dad. And before I left, I was so tired. I was, I was getting a lot of things done, etc. And my dad gave me a little bit of money before I left. And I have this thing now that every little thing, I don't take it for granted. So I start, I can't sing, but I start singing. I've got a reason to dance. Ooh, thank you, daddy. And then I was afraid I was going to make it late to the airport, you know. Um, and I didn't know, I thought maybe I would have to take an Uber. And then, um, and, and then this couple who I wanted to take me, took me. And so when I got out of the car and Alyssa was with me, my daughter, 14 years old, and I embarrassed her all the time, but I think she's getting used to it. So I said, I've got a reason to dance. I got here on time. And then I was worried about TSA pre-check not being on my, my uh, boarding pass. And when I went there and they said, oh yes, it's on there. I said, I've got a reason to dance. And they were all looking at me. <laughs> and Alyssa's like, really, mommy? And then as I was going to security, there was nobody in the line. That never happened. So I was like, well, I've got a reason to dance. And there was the security guy behind me, and he was saying, and, and my daughter's like, sorry. He's like, oh, no, it's all right. And so I went through the line, and then I was really hungry because I had not eaten for a while all day. And I went to this place, and, they, and I said, do you have anything gluten-free? Because I'm gluten-free. And I said, um... Uh, and this lady said, well, there's this pizza place over there. They make an amazing cauliflower crust. And I said, oh, I got a reason to dance. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Alyssa said she didn't want any. And I got a pizza. And then when she, once I got it, she ate half of it. And I had to go back. And I said, and then I had to get it again. And so the lady at the, at the cashier, she was just laughing because I said, I got a reason to dance because this tastes so good. And I say all of that to say when I came last night and I got my basket and I had all these gluten-free goodies and I had turmeric ginger tea. You don't understand. I drink turmeric, ginger, and lemon, and honey every single morning. So when I saw that, I said, I got a reason to dance. <laughs> so I thank you. I thank you, Sister Janelle, for putting that, the Romines together, for putting that together for me. So if I were asked to name my most favorite couple in the world, Without hesitation, the faces of your pastor, Pastor Andrew Romine, and your pastor's wife, Sister Janelle Romine, would be the first to come up. And um, I don't get to see or talk to you guys very often, but I just want you to know that when I see you, oh, the joy and the happiness that just wells up in me. And I could feel it in this church because you get it. You get it. And it comes from your leaders. And so while I am beyond honored and excited to be at Christ the King Apostolic Church, I am really and truly most excited just to be with my brother Andrew, my sister Janelle, and my 
little brother, Luca. <laughs> so I thank you, Pastor Romine, for entrusting me with your sacred desk today. And I thank you, Christ, the King Apostolic Church. So sometimes the Crucian accent is going to come out. You know that, right? Okay. All right. Yeah, Miss on. So, and I thank you for coming to church. Even when you heard someone else was going to preach other than your great pastor, because I consider him one of the greatest preachers that I know. I give honor to God who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I turn your attention to Exodus chapter 2, verses 23 to 25. Exodus chapter 2, verses 23 to 25. I'm going to read first from the King James Version, and then I will move to the New Living Translation. And it came to pass in the process of time that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel sighed by reason of the bondage. And they cried, and their cry came up unto God by reason of the bondage. And God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect unto them. The New Living Translation reads, years passed and the king of Egypt died, but the Israelites continued to groan under their burden of slavery. They cried out for help and their cry rose up to God. God heard their groaning and he remembered his covenant promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He looked down on the people of Israel and knew it was time to act. And so I propose to you that when God hears us, those called by his name, we, the children of God, he looks upon us like he did the Israelites and have respect unto us. And I am telling you, I am convinced that he has looked down on us through this pandemic, through the losses and through the hurts and the pain. As we continually cry towards him. And he knows that it is time to act. So I would like to entitle this message exactly how God gave it to me. When I began praying about what he wants to say to this particular church today. Um, my title is When God Hears. God bless you. You may be seated. Can I ask you to stay up here with me? I just like the company. Amen. <laughs> In Exodus chapter 3, verse 7, we find God talking to Moses at the burning bush, where he says, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I've heard their cries of distress. 
because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their suffering, verse 8 says, so I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own land. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. New Living Translation reads, Then if my people, who are called by name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. The King James Version says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Now, a whole bunch of people have been quoting this verse. But listen to me. I'm sorry, but if you're not a part of the my people, meaning you are a child of God, and you've been called by Jesus, the name of Jesus, forget it. You could go back to sleep. But if you're a part of the people of God, and you're desperate enough, and you need healing, and you need restoration, and you need deliverance, and you need help, and you need strength, provision, and protection. God says he will hear if you do these things. Humble yourself, pray, seek his face, and turn from your wicked ways. So when God hears humility, he will forgive our sin and heal our land. When God hears prayer, he will forgive our sin and heal our land. When God hears diligence, we keep on seeking him. He will forgive our sin and he will heal our land. And when God hears repentance, he will forgive our sin and he will heal our land. And so I stand before you today having lived through my world having been turned upside down. I really shouldn't be here today. And I would have said, no, I don't want to do this because of all the things that were going on in my life. I've been stripped of many things, position, friends, family, and strength. I've been talked about, ridicules, been rejected and abandoned. I've been cursed at. Attacks have come from every side and in the midst of it all, God continues to give me this promise. He hears me and he remembers his covenant promise to me. And I heard your pastor as he was praying, he said this and I knew that it was a confirmation from God. He said, we know that you are the God that hears us. It was at a moment of great de desperation where I felt a spirit of anxiety and fear overtake me that I quietly spoke to God, yet crying from the depths of my heart and where I felt I had little strength left. And God said, how is it? And I said to God, I said to God, and we had this conversation, I said, God, 
How is it that you've given me all these dreams and these promises? And you sent people I don't even know. Crazy looking people that I would never even expect. And I'm at this point of great despair and discouragement. I soon heard the Spirit say to me, do you really think that I have not heard you? He said, you've never missed a day in years of coming to my throne in prayer. You talk to me every single day. You read my word every single day. You love my word so much. That's why I got the big Bible. I love the word of God. He said, you wake up every single morning, even when you don't feel like it. And you lead a mighty remnant of prayer warriors using my word and my spirit within you. You can be confident of this. I hear you. It is my custom to read a proverb every day and read other scriptures allowing God to speak to my heart and to hear his voice in order to truly follow him. So yesterday I read Proverbs 30 and Exodus 6. In particular, Exodus 6 verse 5 said, God said, you can be sure that I have heard the groans of the people. Then in verse 7, God said, you will know that I am the Lord your God who has freed you from oppression. When I meditated on these two chapters and scriptures, I heard the Spirit say to me, I am discouraged by your discouragement. I just busted out laughing. I'm like, really, God? Your discouragement don't do anything for me. It doesn't change who I am. And God then spoke Proverbs 30, verse 5, and said, His word will always prove true. He has heard my cry and remembers his promises and prophecies to me. They must, and they will come to pass according to the word of God, which always prove true. Stay with me. I'm going somewhere here. Something amazing is going to happen today. I'm so excited. I've got a reason to dance. I felt in that word that God wanted me to remind this church today. Every word you have prayed according to God's will and his word shall come to pass. Put God in remembrance of his word. He is reminding us today that he is not a man that he can lie. <laughs> Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. There is a joy set before you. Your eternal home is with him. So I got up and I began to rejoice and I started dancing in my living room, singing with Sister Charity Gale on YouTube, of course. You have made me glad. If for no other reason, and really there is no greater miracle and no greater reason for rejoicing that we are his, that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. We have this blessed hope, eternal life, and our relationship with the King of Kings, the mighty God. Oh my goodness. Do you understand that? He's the creator. I often, every morning I pray through the tabernacle and 
at the five pillars, at the pillar of wonderful, I thank God for everything. I thank God for ears to hear. If God gave me ears to hear and I can hear clearly, he knows how this hearing thing should work. So if anybody that should know what it means to hear, he should. And so in turn, he hears our voice crying out to him, using his own word, because this is his word. This is his business. This is his promise. Then he knows it is time to act. God hears obedience to his word and spirit. In Acts chapter 2, verse 37 to 39, got to put this in here, because this is how you can say, my people call by my name. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord God shall call. So when God hears obedience to his plan of salvation, he gives us the gift of the Holy Ghost, which gives us the power to overcome sin. And it will be what will take us up into glory. God hears repentance and forgiveness. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, we read this. One of the condition to cause God to hear us is repentance. He said, turn from your wicked ways. In Matthew chapter 5, verses 23 to 24. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother had aught against thee. I know this don't happen at this church because you don't have the pastor and pastor wife that you have, so you don't have this problem. But just in case, in the future, leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way first be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer thy gift when i am at the brazen altar and when i pray with the group every morning one of the things that i always say is god i need you to take away anything that's in me because i want to give the enemy no foothold I want to give no hindrances to my prayer. And so I've got to let go of malice. I've got to let go of bitterness. I've got to let go of unforgiveness. I've got to let it all go. Matthew chapter 6 verse 14 to 15. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you don't, yeah. Go back to sleep. God hears our prayers, our cries, and our supplications. Psalm 6 verse 9, the Lord had heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. I am so convinced of this word. Psalm 109 verse 4, I give myself unto prayer for God hears prayers. Psalm 66 verse 19, but verily God had heard me. He had attended to the voice of my prayer. Second Samuel chapter 22 verse 7. 
In my distress, I called upon the Lord and I cried to my God and he did hear my voice out of his temple. And my cry did enter into his ears. Psalm 18 verse 6, in my distress I called upon the Lord and I cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple and my cry came before him even into his ears. And I'm so grateful for the Psalms. I'm so grateful for David. I'm so grateful for the word of God. So you can never ever say that you don't know how to pray. You can never ever say you don't know what to say. I promise you, open the word of God and use the word of God. It's his word. Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 to 8. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And so today we're letting our requests be made known. And if there's anybody sick today, I say, oh God, that you would heal them. If anybody is confused today, I pray, oh God, that you would show them and give them direction. Hallelujah. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I have had it said to me many times, I don't know how you do this. Why don't you lash back? Why don't you go after them? Why don't you do this? Why do you do that? Why is there, why is there so much peace? Why are you quiet? Even when we're going through stuff. Let me tell you how God answers. When on your face, there's peace. When even when you're hurting, there's peace. Here's what happens when God hears us. My situation may not have changed, but my obedience to the word of God. My consistency to prayer, my trust in him, my waiting on him guarantees a peace that passes all understanding. The battle can rage. Satan can throw everything my way, which he has. But I know God hears me when his peace arises in my life and when I can rejoice and go out with gladness and joy. Ah. He attacked me, but when I woke up this morning, I could dance. You know why? Because my feet were working. <laughs> my hands were working. <laughs> my mouth is working. <laughs> my eyes is working. And more importantly, my ears is working. And I can hear. <laughs> God hears confidence, faith, diligence, persistence, and persuasion. I am so convinced that as I'm preaching this and I'm saying these things, God is blessing me. He's answering my prayer. He's hearing me. First John chapter 5 verses 11 to 14, 15. But I'm just going to read verse 15 and verse, verse 14 and verse 15. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And Lord, you said that it is your will that I be healed. It is your will that none perish. And so I call back those children who have backslidden. And I say, come back because it is the will of God that you be saved. <laughs> Verse 15. And if we know that he hear us, your pastor prayed that. 
we know that you are the God that hears us. And if we know that he hears us, does anybody know that he hears us? Whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. God hears faith. When God hears faith, victory is guaranteed. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. So most of my notes is all verses. This is the, this is the word of God. This is it. If you don't preach the if you don't use verses then you have no message <laughs> ah! we walk by faith not by the people we know not by our own intellect and reasoning i already gave up all that stuff some things i don't even remember anymore but the one thing that i remember for sure is what the word of god says we walk by faith, not, not by what we see, not by what we feel. We walk by faith and not by sight. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 35 to 39, verse 35 reads, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which had great recompense of reward. God hears confidence. Verse 36 to 37, for ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. God hears patience in our confidence. And as I had laid in the bed, and I was feeling a bit discouraged, and I started asking God those questions, and he said, he, he brought me to Psalm 133, and, and, and verse 2, it, it talks about the weaned child and he's saying quiet just quiet just calm just quiet and rest in me i got this i didn't change you might have changed i didn't change colossians 1 verse 16 we're, we're gonna do some praying today so i am um, I, I would love for you to start playing, praying, playing, playing the piano. Because <laughs> we're going to do some praying with the word of God. And so I pray that you will get in tune with me and, and really hold on to these words and the word of God because it's true. He's going to show himself strong. He said it. <laughs> He's God. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth. Visible and invisible. So what I do is I remind him. I say, God, for all things were created by you that are in heaven and that are on the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things and by him all things consist. And I've heard the Lord say, when, when people have been diagnosed with cancer or have been sick. And I thank God, he, I am so convinced that he continues to heal my body. And this, my body's been strong and I've been um, just believing him that my body should function the way he created it to, to function. And so I've, I've heard him say to me for different ones, cancer, that's nothing to me. 
And I know it's so easy for, you might say, that might be easy for you to say. But to God, it's nothing for him to heal. That's nothing. When we are convinced of that, can you imagine the things that will happen? He said, greater things have we to see. Do you understand that? Like he was telling me, he's been talking to me. He said, do you not get it? I'm God. You think your little problems mean anything to me? (laughs) It's nothing. All things were created by him and for him. He created my heirs. And in giving me heirs, he created my heirs to hear him. Every single morning, I thank God for giving me ears to hear. Not just in the physical, but in the spiritual. And I thank him that he has so in tune my ears to him. That I can shut off all the other voices. And I can know for sure that it is his voice. Why? Because it aligns with his word. And it aligns with his spirit that lives within me. That's it. If it doesn't align, it doesn't matter. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God hears your diligence and your persistence. That's why I'm so convinced. Because he said it to me. He said, really? You come and talk to me every single morning. Not only that, after I'm done praying, I just start praising. I do my own praising. Alyssa thinks I'm nuts because I I have the staff because it represents the rod and that it comforts me and that he guides me. He doesn't. So I go out in my neighborhood and I'm dancing. He gave me a reason to dance. And I'm thanking God and I'm walking in his presence because in his presence is fullness of joy. And I'm going about my business. And Alyssa and my husband will drive by because they're going. And Alyssa's like, really, mommy? And I said, girl, he gave me a reason to dance. He gave me a reason to be joyful. <laughs> I have a blessed hope. Do you understand your heritage? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Again, get this. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. End of story. It's done. God hears righteousness and holy living. Don't take these things for granted. There's a reason why it's in the word of God. Study the word of God. All your answers are in there. There's a reason. He's coming back for holy people. Inside and outside. Psalm 34 verse 19. Especially if you know you are responsible. I tell my church people that all the time. You're responsible. You can't get mad at me. Because if it's in the word of God. That's it. He said it. I didn't. I didn't make it up. I didn't have, I don't have time to be sitting down and trying to figure out, let me see what I could add to the word of God. He said that if I, if I add anything, I would be destroyed. 
I'm trying to go to heaven. I'm going to heaven. Psalm 34 verse 19 says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. Proverbs 15 verse 19, The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. He heareth the prayers of the righteous. God hears righteousness. James 5 verse 16 part B, it says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much. God hears proclamations and declarations. God hears his word. Isaiah 65 verse 24 reads and it shall come to pass. Hear this. It says and it shall come to pass that before they call. Ah, do you understand that? I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I will hear. He already knows what we're going to ask for. He, he says, before they call. Before I called on him when he knew I was going to be a brat and have a pity party. <laughs> He already had my answer. <laughs> he already heard me. And this amazing peace that just came into my room. <laughs> and I took a little nap. And I woke up renewed <laughs> and regenerated. And every single day I proclaim Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 to 12. And as you listen to me, I pray that you will pray this prayer. And it says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord. Again, these things are not just for anybody on the side. These things are for people that are determined to live for God. And those that turn their hearts towards God. And he said... Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. And so in the mornings, I would say, God, things ain't looking too good for me. But your word says, you know the thoughts that you think toward me. So all this rejection, all this attack, all these hurts, all these things that are happening. Your thoughts are of peace and not of evil. You said that you're going to give me peace. You said that you've got an expected end for me. And it says in verse 12, Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And I propose to you today that I have called upon the name of the Lord. And when you call upon the name of the Lord, he shall hearken unto you. Nah, nah, you, you don't get it yet. You don't get it yet. You don't get it yet. Isaiah 55 verses 10 to 12. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and return it not hither, but water it the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my words be that goeth forth out of my mouth. This is God speaking. This is God speaking. He said it shall not return unto me void but it shall 
it shall it shall ha, it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it and so I speak prosperity in your lives I speak prosperity in your health I speak prosperity in your finances I speak prosperity in your mind Verse 12, for ye shall go out with joy <laughs> and be led forth with peace. And God had sent me that, God had said that to me, he said, today you're just going to be glad. He said that to me a couple days ago. And then at the end of the day, someone sent to me and he said, then they, they sent it to me and they said, you have the oil of gladness on you and you shall go forth in joy. <laughs> Lord already told me that. I thank you for confirming the word of God. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Ah! <laughs> oh, I love the word of God. I love this life. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, for joy. Unspeakable joy. Every day I end our 5 a.m. prayer line with this proclamation and declaration. And I'm going to pray it over you right now. In Isaiah 54, verse 17, it starts. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that arises against us in judgment we do condemn. This is our heritage as the servants of the Lord. And our righteousness, oh God, is from you, O oh Lord of hosts. And I, I, I'm going to say something. My, my daughter joins me sometimes at the 5 a.m. It's a challenge for her, I know. But I told her, I said, if she's serious about it, she'll show up. So sometimes she shows up. And I, she was telling me the story the other day that she was with some other young people. And they were teasing each other. And the, the kid said that he had some... You know, I, I mean, this is not something to joke about. But he said he had some EKG, uh, a God, whatever, what, 47. I don't know the names of those cunts in the car. And my daughter said to him, no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. And he said, her, he, she said his response was, that's not fear. That's a good one. And you know what that did for me? Every single day, every single day, one more time, because his word is not going to return unto him, boy. And I could tell you a few weeks ago, my brother, who is like a best friend to me in Boston, he was threatened, him and his family, they were threatened, their lives were threatened, and I brought before God, and together we prayed, and my brother often comes on the line, and he and so we proclaim this together. And to see the mighty hand of God that has protected and kept him. And so I say it again. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. I'm telling you, every time you go through something, come back to the word of God. Say it every single day. <laughs> Matthew 5. Verse 43 to 45. And based on this. If there are those who have been speaking or praying against me I know some or seeking to harm me or who have rejected me I forgive them 
and having forgiven them, I bless them in the name of the Lord. I let them go. Because now, now I can declare, oh Lord, that you alone are my God. And besides you, there is no other God. You are God all by yourself. And you are one. You are a just God and a savior. You are my heavenly and my everlasting father. You are the son with righteousness and healing in your wings. You are a spirit and your spirit dwells within me. And because of your spirit, I've got power. I worship you in spirit and in truth. I submit myself afresh to you today in unreserved obedience. Remember, God hears obedience. And having submitted to you, Lord, I do as your word directs. I resist the devil. I do as you did, and I say, and I use your word. I resist the devil. I resist all his pressures, his attacks, his deceptions, and every instrument or agent he would seek to use against me. Nah, you didn't get it yet. Y'all must not be fighting no devils. I resist him. I do not submit. I resist the enemy. I drive him far from me. And I exclude him from me in the mighty name of Jesus. And specifically, I reject. I repel. I renounce. I rebuke infirmity infection, pain, inflammation, malignancies, allergies, viruses, every form of witchcraft. On this October 31st, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I hate Halloween. On this day, I renounce I cancel every form of witchcraft and every type of stress, sickness, demonic afflictions, mental illness that would want to come against me, my family, this church, any one of you. And finally, Lord, I thank you that through your sacrifice, Lord Jesus, on the cross, we have passed out from under the curse and we have entered into the blessings of Abraham, whom you have blessed with all things. I thank you for exaltation. I thank you for help. I thank you for reproductiveness. I thank you for prosperity. I thank you for victory. And I thank you, oh God, for your favor and your friendship. You can do as you will, but I'm going to continue using the word of God. And it says the words of our mouth agree well, when it agrees with God's word. And when he hears his own word presented back to him, you better believe that he hears you. <laughs> Listen, Daniel chapter 10, it says verse 8. Therefore I was left alone and saw this great vision and there remained no strength in me. And there's so many times when I felt like I had no strength. 
And Daniel says, for my comeliness was turned in me into corruption, and I returned no strength. Is there anybody here today that don't feel like you have any strength? And then verse 9, it says, Yet heard I the voice of his words. And when I heard the voice of his words, then was I in a deep sleep on my face. And my face toward the ground. And behold, a hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. And he said unto me, and he said unto you, church, fear not. He said, Daniel. And he said it to me, he said, Indira, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand, to understand what's going on in your life, from the first day you prayed about that sickness, from the first day you prayed about that sorrow, from the first day when you prayed about that child, from the first day when you prayed about that lost job, And you chastened thyself before thy God. God, take everything out of me that is not of you. Purge me with hyssop that I may be clean. Wash me that I may be white as snow. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. And then thy words were heard. And I am come for thy words. I've come to tell someone today from the first time you prayed, God heard you. He reminded me of some things even this morning as I was preparing. And he said to me, he said, I remember the first time you prayed about that situation. I remember the first time you prayed about this other situation. And he said, I have heard you. You can tell the people that I've heard them. I heard them from the first time. And he said, I'm telling you, I heard you the first time. I'm about to get some answers today. <laughs> Psalm 17 verse 6 says, I have called upon thee, for thou wilt hear me, O God. Incline thine ear unto me and hear my speech. Psalm 40 verse 1, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. Psalm 71 verse 2, deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Cause me to escape all these things that are keeping me back. Cause me to escape all these things that are affecting me. Amen. And incline thine ear unto me and save me. Psalm 88 verse 2. Let my prayer come before thee. Incline thine ear unto my cry. God hears harmony and unity. This morning in prayer. And every morning I read a psalm also. And I read a psalm, and today's psalm was Psalm 133. And verse 1 and 3, it reads in the King James Version, Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. That's why it felt so good when we came in here today. As a Jew of Hermon, and as a Jew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded the blessing even life forevermore. Matthew 18 verse 20, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Do you understand what's happening? That we're here together? 
Do you understand what that means? The God who created the universe says where two or three are gathered together. When I gather in the morning on the prayer line, God reminds me, if one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand. Oh my goodness, we are such an army. We are about to do some damage. I am convinced that the month of November is going to be a month of victory. I heard him and he said it. <laughs> if you check on me tomorrow, I'll probably be running around because I've got a reason to dance. And finally, my final point. <laughs> I don't know. Praise team could come up or whatever. But we need a praise song because guess what? God hears praise and worship. <laughs> he said he inhabits the praises of his people. First Kings 8 verses 56 to 58. It reads, Blessed be the Lord that had given rest unto his people Israel according to all that he promised. There had not failed one word of all his good promise which he promised by the hand of Moses his servant. The Lord our God be with us as he was with our fathers. Let him not leave us nor forsake us. That he may incline our hearts unto him to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, which he commanded our fathers. Solomon was so wise. I don't know what he was thinking, but he was the wisest man on earth. He knows this is where, this is where it's at. God hears the praises and the worship of his people. Solomon said it centuries ago. I take the Old Testament and I say, okay, you did that for them. They did this. And you said you're the same God today, yesterday, and tomorrow. So, yep, I'm standing on this word. And today, in this century... I proclaim that still not one word of all his good promise, which he promised us shall fail. God hears obedience. God hears repentance and forgiveness. God hears worship and praise. God hears his word and his promises. God hears faith and confidence. God hears persistence and diligence. God hears persuasion. I am persuaded. <laughs> Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what comes my way. I have this promise that I shall see him for myself. There is joy, unspeakable joy and full of glory. And he says out of our belly shall flow rivers of living waters. When I was sick, he heard me and he healed me. Because I haven't been sick in a long time and I thank him. There's always healing in my body. When I was hungry, he heard me and he fed me. He's even specific and gave me gluten-free food. When I lost loved ones, he heard me and he comforted me. When I was lost, he heard me and he saved me. When I was threatened, he heard me and he protected me. 
When I was sad, he heard me and he made me glad. When I was afraid, he heard me and he gave me peace. When I was guilty, he heard me and he gave me his life. He heard my cry and gave me a blessed assurance that he is mine and I am his. And like Job 19 verses 25 to 27, for I know that my Redeemer liveth and that he shall stand at the latter day before the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, though the attacks come, though the battle rages, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. Every single day, he hears me. So I have a reason to dance. You waiting for me? You waiting for me? Anybody needs an answer from the Lord? <laughs> I propose to you. Let's start worshiping and rejoicing. The altars, the altars are open. How desperate are you? Because I guarantee you he's going to hear you when you come to his altar. If you're comfortable at your seat and you make up an altar at your seat, go right ahead. Hallelujah. And the final verse I want to read comes from James chapter 5. And it says, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And get this. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and if he had committed sins they shall be forgiven him confess your sins one to another and pray for one another but here it is that ye may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avail it much Oh, hallelujah. I love Thank to you, praise Jesus. Him. Hallelujah. I love 